0: Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Chris. Welcome to the Off Peak Hours podcast, your new favorite pop culture podcast.
1: Where we'll be covering topics like society and culture, documentaries and TV shows, and giving our reviews and opinions, of course. Now, hit that subscribe button to follow along. Welcome to the Off Peak Hours podcast with your hosts, Chris and Allison. Allison and Chris. For those of you just tuning into, this is our very first episode. So if you're turning into our very first episode, we actually used to have another podcast that we used to do that was similar to this one. And it went through many different names. Mm -hmm. um, And the names really didn't make much sense. And you know, Al was always like
0: What? We were
1: always like <laughs> Opinionated uh, maybe, well, Yeah, opinionated and being like, Oh, maybe the, the name doesn't really make sense and she was right. She, yeah she was she was right, she was right. I'm always right. So uh, that that's correct, she's always she's always right. So we changed it we're redoing everything as off peak hours. Woohoo. A pop culture podcast. Because most of the things we talk about are like pop culture, mm-hmm. things in society, lifestyle, stuff like that and everything. Yeah. Things that documentaries. Influence things, documentaries. But yeah, documentaries are based yeah. on things that influence stuff and T V
0: shows. T V
1: shows that but that's all pop culture. It's all yeah, things that's that are true. influencing society.
0: News. Like as uh. we
1: Move forward. Not so much news. No. But yeah. Because news is like current and it's like super boring. Not about boring. No? I, I have <laughs> <laughs> Well, super, super, like, super scary. Yeah. Um, Anywho. But anyways, so typically what we do with these podcasts is we typically, uh, obviously, because we're off peak hours, we're not at work, we're uh, doing our own thing, um, we usually have either a glass of wine or a beer uh, while we're discussing something. And so for today, Al has chosen, what'd you choose?
0: Um, just my go-to everyday wine. It's a Riesling. It's called Relax. It's very good. It's just kind of my go-to. And Chris is already in fall.
1: I am already in fall with my pumpkin.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um it on the bottle it says it is a pumpkin spice cake or whatever it is in a in a bottle. Ooh. It says like pumpkin cake in a bottle or something like that. Uh it's quite expensive. Yeah, Nowadays, I don't concept. remember. I remember in the past we ordered this or purchased it and it wasn't as expensive. I swear I only paid like 12 bucks. Maybe for a four pack and this time around, we paid twenty dollars for a four pack,
0: but we could have paid fifteen, and
1: we could have paid fifteen. It's fifteen um, at
0: Trader Joe's. Yeah,
1: it's like fifteen at Trader Joe's at most supermarkets that carry it. Yeah, but uh, we went to a specialty beer store thinking that the beer, since it's a beer depot, would be cheaper, uh, and it we wound Wrong. up being more expensive. <laughs> But moving on to today's topic, it has been really popular online, especially on TikTok. And I mean, I feel like this this group of animals has really actually taken over social media. Yeah. And people love...
0: And turned a lot of people uh, into believers, including myself.
1: Well, no, I think that was just owning a cat. Well, yeah, but I mean, right, but I
0: didn't, believer. I didn't, right. But, I thought we were going to get a dog. <laughs> yeah,
1: that, but we wound up getting a cat, yeah. So we recently watched... Inside the Mind of a Cat. On Netflix. On Netflix, which is a really fun documentary that really explores uh, the kind of, like, life of cats and where they kind of, like, predate to and things like that. But also,
0: like, who cats are as animals. And it's it was really cute and really kind of if you own a cat or don't own a cat or if you like cats or you don't like cats i mean it, it really just kind of talks about the history of cats and who they are and one of the first things they kind of say in the documentary is how research on cats is like 15 years behind dogs um
1: which was wild to me that yeah it could be 15 years behind dogs
0: Of like understanding them and their personalities and their temperaments and their socializing and things like that. So let's get into it.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it typically, not typically, but it it starts out with scientists who are studying cats. And let me say, first off, if anyone knows how I can switch from working in ed tech, (laughs) to being a cat psychologist or a cat scientist. Like, please email me. Like, seems like a super fun job. Um, Yeah, it does. It it just seems like a super fun job. I love cats. I mean, who doesn't love cats? You have to be a monster to not love cats. But it it just, it seems crazy. I'd be in heaven to just be around cats all day, just conducting, like, fun social experiments.
0: I know. That was cute, though.
1: Yeah, it was super cute. But So they start out with kind of, like, detailing where cats kind of come from mm-hmm. uh which is from i uh, don't i hope i don't mess this up but the philidae family and most modern cats today not most all oh, modern cats yeah. yeah all modern cats are like descendants actually of african wild cats which are still in existence yeah so it's actually if you like think about that for a second it's kind of crazy that like the cat evolutionary chain literally went from like this Philidae family to the African wildcat, Mm -hmm. and then to your common domesticated house cat. They're all, like, (laughs) first-generation,
0: like, cats. Like, your your house cat is, like, a a (laughs) first-generation cat still. And so the thing that they say in it, they're, like, basically you have, like, a wild animal living in your house. Which is true. I mean, because, like, the instincts that you see in... So we have a cat, and she's three, and they're so their instincts are so there still like i said to chris like when you look at kind of like a house cat and like a tiger and a lion or anything like they don't really do anything like different than they each do other. than each other like yeah. they they have the same type of behaviors temperaments like maybe a little different socialization with humans different but
1: obviously right (laughs) yes
0: but in terms of like their instincts and what they do and their behaviors are so similar whereas like a dog i'm probably gonna find a lot of dog people like a dog doesn't act like a wolf and that is true because a long time ago i watched a documentary about that where they were trying they were training a puppy like i don't know, golden retriever or something like that i'll try to find what it was my mom and i watched it and they were training a a wolf puppy and is that what you call a wolf puppy is a wolf puppy a puppy
1: I have no clue. I don't, know. I don't know. But and
0: they were trying <laughs> I'm not a to wolf tra- specialist. Yeah, I'm and sorry. they were trying to train a wolf puppy alongside. They were the same age, and they did not train the same. Like you couldn't, like you weren't teaching a wolf to sit or anything like that. So it's a little interesting about how that is. So I just had to throw that. Yeah, but throw that out there.
1: No, no, it's important information because it's like dogs are so far from actually being wolves, and dogs were bred to for different roles essentially Mm -hmm. because you you have your hunting dogs uh you have your house dogs right like you have your racing dogs i still i still i can't believe that's a thing having a racing dog Uh, but like all dogs or most dogs were bred for different functions so it's like but
0: even hunting dogs are still listening to humans yeah
1: and even hunting dogs are still listening to humans whereas like
0: like, a wolf is, like, doing it for its, like, pack, which I guess an animal is, too, but it's doing it for its, like, cubs, not... Yeah. ...for a human.
1: Yeah, but it, it's it's super interesting that cats haven't fully, like, evolved... Like, yeah, evolved past, like, all of that and everything, and, like, your cat is technically a first-generation...
0: Yeah. A wild animal.
1: wild animal, technically. Now, I totally forget what this was... So, then it, like, goes into talking about how cats function and things like that. And here's my cat, our cat, jumping on top of us. So, it goes into how cats function a little bit after explaining their history. And there was something called a writing reflex. And I remember Al perking up because Al's... She's an occupational therapist (laughs) and she immediately knows all these buzzwords about it. You know, there's actually... Fun fact, there's cat occupational therapists. So, if you happen to know how... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> how I can become a cat scientist and how Al can become a cat occupational therapist, please email us.
0: <laughs> For real. No, but they talked about the writing, writing reflex and that goes into the saying that a cat will always land on its feet, which most of the time is true. So a writing reflex is basically what it is. Like you're writing yourself. Like you Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry.
1: I don't mean to cut you off. So yeah, that you just reminded me of an important point is that the myth is that cats always... Fall on their feet, and so what Al just pointed out is like it is sometimes true, not always true. Yeah, but the
0: guy said most of the time. Yeah, a cat but will most
1: day, of the time, yeah. most of the time, a cat will. If they
0: don't, their like systems are off. Is yeah, what, like, yeah, it and, really. And is. Our
1: cat happens to have
0: special needs, special but, needs, um, so
1: she almost never lands on her feet.
0: Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, but no, when they're talking about the writing reflex, what it is like, we have a writing reflex too. As humans, it's in our inner ear, it's our inner ear canals, it's the fluid that moves, right? That keeps us knowing where our head is in space and that we're upright or we're upside down. We have the same thing, but the cat's reactions are quicker and that I didn't know. So when they were talking about it, I was like, oh, well, that's the same thing. Like humans have that too. Like we're always going to catch ourselves off balance, but a cat will always know where it is in space, like wherever it drops from. So like they're able to correct their positions quicker than a human would if we were falling, which I thought was actually pretty cool. And, and that also went into their skeleton and their musculature about how mm-hmm. their spine and their, like, discs are much more...
1: Their discs are, like, fl- gummy. Yeah, they're much of. more flexible, yeah. which is
0: why, like, when you see cats laying in, like, those weird contorted, like, pretzel positions, positions. it's, like, not uncomfortable. Yeah, and it, like,
1: it doesn't hurt them at all. And actually, so they really compared this to a cheetah. It's, like, the way a cat's spine works is as it runs, it's, like, spine is, like compressing and then releasing Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and those uh that like gummy kind of like those joints or rather discs are actually storing and releasing kinetic energy Mm -hmm. which allows the cat to like move faster which is super fascinating yeah Um, and i guess that's how cheetahs
0: why they're so fast. why
1: cheetahs are so fast and things like that everything And, I mean, just overall interesting facts about cats. And, I mean, a super, super, super interesting fact about cats is that cats are actually the number one pet, household pet in Japan.
0: Yeah, that was cool.
1: Super, super interesting, but not surprised because... When you look at like I like for instance, you know, like TikTok, you can wind up on different algorithms on TikTok and stuff like that, everything. Cat talk. And like <laughs> so like I wound up on Japanese cat talk and it's like very different than like your normal cat videos that you see and like cats over there are like treated like gods. Mm. These these cats look like they're groomed daily. Yeah, um, but we can
0: get into that later about the cultural differences. Oh yeah, but the, yes, there
1: there are cultural differences. Uh, that that leads to cultural differences with cats and and things like that. But then they yeah then so anyways going back to their writing reflex. So then they showed videos of like dogs when dogs jump and dogs don't don't land on their feet. Oh
0: yeah, and, and that was yeah. So they were talking about like how like cats' reflexes are so much quicker than like humans and then like. They just show video of dogs just like
1: just landing on their oh backs, and stuff like wiping
0: out completely. Yeah. But they're different. Like, yeah,
1: they're completely different. It's completely different. Animal. I think that's
0: the other thing too. Like, I think people need to stop comparing like cats and dogs. But I
1: think that's what the original issue is. Like, I they're think not the, the original, same. But, but I think that's the so. So I think that so. So this is so funny because I I was forgetting to bring this all up and like this is actually the point of the podcast to like kind of talk about these things. And so Al brings up like a really good point about. Not only comparing cats and dogs, but also something I also notice is that when dog owners get their first cat, it's like they want the cat to obey them.
0: Ye- no, yeah. Yeah, and it's like no. they, they
1: want the cat to, like, obey, and they're like, I am master, and, like, you need to, you love me when I want you to love me, and you do what I say, and, like, that's just not how cats work.
0: Cats are, it's funny, because they, he talked about this in the show, where they were like, dogs view their humans as gods, and cats view themselves as gods, and there's this TikTok where this guy was, like, dog, like, inside, like, the mind of a dog, like, about their owner. It's like he loves me, he feeds me, he takes care of me, he must be God. And it's like cats. He loves me, he feeds me, he takes care of me, I must be God. And but and it's true because like they're not the same, like dogs live to please. They're humans, they're owners. Cats do not. So like but on the other hand what's interesting is I don't know if I'm jumping around a little bit, but in one of the experiments they did like, we always say, like, how, like, saying that dogs love to please their owners. What's interesting is that cats, though, when they are doing something, the way that they want to be praised is not really with treats, but it's usually with, like, socialization, which mm-hmm. I thought was interesting because dogs, typically, are highly food motivated, right?
1: hmm
0: Like, Pavlov's dogs. Like, I feel like...
1: Mm-hmm. It's like the they brought that up too. Like it's the oldest. So like vacuum. Like can they're also, very like
0: food motivated. Yeah, that treat can motivated. also be
1: used to train cats, but that's to do like extreme. Tra- they had like extreme like these these acrobatic yeah. training cats, and they used kind of like that theory.
0: But even to, so, when that cat jumped off that big thing, it rubbed up again, like they, yeah, like they still crave that like, yeah, socialization piece. It was like,
1: so like if you were, I, I feel like any time I've seen like a dog stunt show on like, I guess America's Got Talent or something like that, it's you like never
0: watch I've never watched America's Got Talent. You
1: listen, <laughs> listen, before you, maybe I've watched it like once.
0: <laughs> uh, but <laughs> I had it on one time, you're like, what are you watching?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but like I've maybe seen like Dog acrobatic, like, not show, but, like, segment. And it's, like, whenever a dog completes something, it's, like, they're automatically given a treat. Right. And so, for cats, it's, like, no, she brings up a great point. When the cat completed something, it immediately rubbed up against its yeah. humans. And, like, wanted to be pet.
0: Yeah, I just feel like people compare them so much. And that's why people try to say, like, cats aren't social. But that's not true.
1: Yeah, because then it, then it also goes into the fact that, like cats you're that stuff the stuff that works for dogs doesn't work for cats and what works for cats is actually forming a bond Mm -hmm. with the cat so like you 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 have to be buds like you you have to become friends and you like have to gain the trust of of your cat or said cat whatever cat
0: yeah like cats are like finicky like cats are kind of like kids like you have to like build a relationship with them and have them, like, trust you. hmm And it, it's just more so, like, on their terms. hmm And they say that in the documentary of, there. like, a cat wants to, like, sleep when it wants to sleep. It wants to eat when it wants to eat. Like, it wants to play when it wants to play. And, like, it's just a little different, but you, you can still be very much, like, bonded with your cat. Like, our cat is very bonded to us. Our cat stayed at Chris's parents' house for two weeks when we were on our honeymoon, and I, we walked in the door and she was so excited to see us. She was us. ready to go
1: home. She, yeah, she, just she wanted, wanted to go, go home.
0: home. Like she sat she next to done. her carrier. Like she was
1: done. She was like, "I want to go home. I'm done with this."
0: She like stayed in our bed like for the entire day. Like yeah, the next day.
1: Yeah, but they're they're very different, and I think that's where part of the problem with owning cats come from, and which leads to the sad part of like people like throwing their cats in the street or like bringing yeah. their cats back to shelters and things like yeah. that. And it's because people, people that they actually, and I'm jumping around now, they touch on this at the end of the movie because it's it's like a documentary movie. It's mm. not like a show or like episode base and stuff like that. They touch on this at the end where it's like, especially if you're a first time cat owner, you need to do a lot of research into what it's like to own a cat and like maybe some of the obstacles that you're going to run into Mm -hmm. when owning a cat because it's very different from owning a dog and that's not to say that you can't you shouldn't do research when buying a dog because it's like all dogs are very different depending on type of breed of dog you buy but
0: I think less people do research on cats before they get them because they think they're so independent that they don't need to know anything because cats are like very correlated with being independent, that, that you don't need anybody. And I think that's why people are like, oh, "I'll just get a cat, throw some food out, and have a litter box. yeah,
1: and it's it's not like that at all. And yeah, no, the cats are cats are super dependent on their on their humans because mm-hmm. then it also like depending on like what type of cat it is or even like the condition of the cat, it's like a proper diet goes a long way into keeping mm-hmm. the cat healthy and stuff like that
0: fifty nine percent of American cats are overweight.
1: Which is wild. That, that's a wild...
0: I wonder how many dogs are overweight, though. Probably more. No?
1: I don't know. I have no clue. I mean...
0: Yeah, but some dogs like Golden Retrievers, like, they'll eat, like, any... Like, well, I mean, you have to be a smart owner, but, like...
1: And I th- but that also plays into, like... It's unhealthy. Like, how... And I, this is actually going to upset a lot of people, too. Like, how abusive... <laughs> pet owners are because mm-hmm. like a lot of people find like fat animals cute
0: it's not and i think like
1: personally i think it's like super abusive to have your animals like I super agree. fat especially an animal like a cat which is
0: they call them chonkers and they think it's like cute yeah they and, think like the it's cat cute, like can't and breathe it's, like
1: the cat can't breathe like the cat can't like do its natural like instincts, like they're supposed to be like, able to jump they yeah. need to
0: play they need to kill yeah Or feel like they're killing something.
1: Yeah. And then speaking of like cats being fat and proper diets, it's like cats are straight carnivores. You can't turn a cat vegan. You can't turn a cat vegetarian. Like a cat needs a meat-based diet. Like a cat needs to eat meat. I believe the uh, wording was obligate Uh, carnivores. uh, Can I just say
0: something? I think it's odd. I'm getting a little off track. I just think it's odd when people try to put their animals... Like, cats or dogs on, like, a plant-based diet.
1: I think it's weird, I too. think that's,
0: like, really weird. And I think, like, we... I, I don't know. Like, I, I just think that's, like, weird. And I think, like, you're forgetting that, like, it's an animal. And it's kind of like when I see dogs in, like, strollers. Like, that, like, a part of me, like, dies. But, like... <laughs> I just, like... I just, like, I don't know. Like, people for I'm digressing. But I just think people forget, like, your pet is still an animal. And, like, if you think about what they would be eating, like, in the wild, like, a dog is not going to be eating, like, lettuce mushed in a puree. mm mm-hmm. like, A, that's disgusting. But, like, B, like it's just, I just think it's weird. And I've seen it done and it just really bothers me.
1: But it just, like, shows, like, how controlling humans are. And I, I think that, like, goes back to why cats in America aren't, like, number one pet and it's because of, like, how controlling people want to be. Like, how controlling are you that you're going to force something else mm-hmm. to be vegetarian or be vegan? Because, like, that's your lifestyle choice. It's their political agenda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's your lifestyle choice. You can't force something else that can't be Preach. vegetarian or vegan Pre- hallelujah. To, to, like, be that. <laughs> Like, if that's how you want to live your life, and if that's how you want your lifestyle to be, that's cool. Like, you shouldn't push it on Yeah, like, stop else. trying
0: to indoctrinate your pet.
1: <laughs> we're, going, we're going off topic. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, moving on. So, it's actually super funny to actually learn that throughout time, there there were periods of time that, like... Cats were absolutely loved. So, like, when you talk about, like, owning cats and when cats were loved and things like that, it's, like, you auto- you probably automatically think about um, ancient Egypt. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, cats were worshipped as gods and stuff like that. But, like, recent studies have actually shown, and they show this in the documentary, that cats can be traced back to 8,000 BCE, uh, which is a very long time. Yeah. And I believe it was in Cyprus that they found a cat skeleton buried with a child. Yeah. Meaning that they both died and they were buried together. What if they buried the cat though? Alive, That's mad messed up though. That's I don't mad know. messed up. Which like indicates. But they were bonded, obviously. Yeah, either they way. Were, they were obviously bonded either way, so it like just shows that
0: maybe it was a sacrifice for the gods. I don't know about that. I have no clue. We've been watching a lot of Vikings. Yeah, we're watching, <laughs>
1: watching a little too much Vikings. Um,
0: but that's what it showed, is that how they're so bonded, and then what led to cats being integrated into families and with um, humans was farming, right?
1: hmm
0: Because with farming comes rodents, and what are cats really good at getting rid of? Rodents. And, like, today on TikTok, like, I follow, like, a few farmers and like that live in, like, the Midwest, and they all have barn cats, like they all still have cats, like on their on their on their farms to help with the rodents and things like that. So that's what really integrated them and kind of brought them into the family unit a little bit. And then the, she went into it was like a what was she an anthropologist? I think I believe so. Um, and then she went into Egypt, right, and started talking about what you see like in the paintings, and that it would be someone like of noble status, and then under their chair was like a cat, meaning like the cat lived in the home,
1: mm-hmm, which was the f- which actually can be treated as the first record of a cat being a domesticated yeah. house animal rather than a wild companion or something.
0: And then how cats on boats, how they really got all over the world was because it all had to do with rodents because rodents... It all had
1: to do with mice. So yeah, because like, mice and rodents yeah. are usually
0: on boats and the cats follow the rodents, so the cats would end up on the boat and then the boats would go everywhere and that's how they spread all over the world. And then the British Navy and the U.S. Coast Guard had official cats... On their teams, like they had ID cards and everything. Yeah,
1: like the cats were like like high up there.
0: But then going back to the.
1: But I like this part because
0: the witch part. When,
1: yeah, because yeah, should, yeah. growing up, my entire life, uh, my mom and like mom, if you're listening to this, don't get upset. But my mom always hated cats growing up, especially black cats. She'd always be like, "Oh, but then you have to say what like your family
0: cat was." they yeah. She'd be like, <laughs> "Oh,
1: their black cats are dangerous. Oh, they're bad luck. They're disgusting. They're evil." And like, so my entire life growing up, my mom always cursed black cats and she'd always be like, stay away from them. Don't touch them. Uh, our family cat was a black cat. Who was bonded later, closely who to Who was you. bonded closely to my mom.
0: And your mom was bonded and very closely to her. My,
1: my mom went as far it's as like getting baby. surgery, like on her, I don't know what kind of surgery it was, but it was to help alleviate her allergies to cats. And uh, yeah, so that took a turn. Wild turn in my household growing up, but it went into talking about how cats were considered evil uh, because at a certain portion of time because of witch hunts. So cats were associated with witches, and the Catholic Church saw witches obviously as a problem, and they go into explaining that witches were just simply highly intelligent women that knew that cleaning the home kept you alive longer. With a broomstick. Um, and they would use a broomstick, so which is why witches are associated with brooms, which actually makes a lot of sense in some ways because when you watch like medieval shows or medieval movies, like their homes, I mean, I, I don't know if they're accurate to form, but they look pretty <laughs> <No> disgusting. <either. laughs> yeah, they all look pretty disgusting. So if like witches were the first ones, they're like, yo, we got to clean this house because yeah. it's dirty as hell and like my allergies are acting up and then like keeping cats to kill the rodents and stuff like that it's like it makes total sense but the catholic church was like nah they're practicing witchcraft they know too much about nature and about medicine so we got to get rid of them and then close behind witches were cats because they were seen as witches companions so like a whole quote-unquote witch hunt uh, was conducted on cats as well, which super they almost funny, killed like all the cats, like all killed, like
0: decimated like the cat population yeah, they in Europe.
1: Decimated the cat population in Europe, which then super funny records line up that once the cat population severely dropped and they were almost wiped off the continent of Europe, the Black Plague happened
0: which came from
1: which came from rodents or particularly ticks that <laughs> were on rodents. and who hunts rodents and who hunts rodents which is super super funny like that's crazy although some this is actually a crazy fact there's a correlation
0: though we yeah, don't yeah, it's yeah. not a causation yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah but there's actually something super funny that I do know about dogs which I never knew before I learned this a couple months ago is that chihuahuas actually hunt rodents <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, they're yeah the most small dogs were, chihuahuas. yeah yeah but they're not used for that. Let's be real.
1: <laughs> I know they're house dogs. Yeah, uh, but the original purpose of Chihuahuas was to hunt rodents.
0: At most small dog, all of them were yeah, but I think that's been bred out of them. <laughs> yeah, but that's
1: uh, that's something else. Yeah, no, and I mean, what was the cre- crep Yuskler? Oh yeah, totally. So it. Went into the then it finally like spirals around to like this distillery in Scotland where oh, yeah. because we're talking about rodents and stuff like that, and so it went into this distillery that has like I guess you would consider them barn cats or distillery, yeah. But the cats. distillery
0: is from like 1191 or something, yeah. Like that. Yeah,
1: it's a very old. Distillery. Oh, oh
0: no, it used to be a um. A, where the monk, a place where the monks would live.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, but they made they made liquor there.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, but yeah, it used yeah, to be where the priests it like and the king monks live. Something lived. It was like king because something. one of the cats is named Friar. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, King something visited after his like, w- like after he won a war. Yes. Or something like that, and yeah, so it it visits upon that and like how cats help with like big operations that require like, I guess vegetation that vegetation is involved in.
0: What. <laughs> what
1: do you know? I'm talking about barley, like barley. Oh! <laughs> no, veg- because at this, <laughs> I'm like I'm talking about barley. Is like, <laughs> a
0: vegetation. Like, what are you? Yeah, is that
1: vegetation?
0: No, barley is made is is used for like yeah, but liquor. isn't that like
1: but isn't that like considered not not a vegetable? But like nope. I don't know what would be the genus for. I don't know, but I don't- there's...
0: <laughs> I don't know where you're going. <laughs> so that there. Be-
1: would it fall under?
0: <laughs> I thought he said vegetation. I was like, what are you talking about?
1: But the same thing with a uh, barn, barn cat. No. It's like to protect the vegetation, yeah, too. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I whole, think
0: he was on a farm. Whole,
1: it's not a farm, but same concept.
0: They you need barley to make, like, the yeah, rye. Same concept. Same concept. It's
1: all the same concept.
0: And with the barley... <laughs>
1: it's all the same <laughs> okay. concept. It's all... And then, same then with
0: the barley, there's... Mu- you're, and then with barley, there's mice, and then they need the cat.
1: It's all the same concept. Okay. It's all the same concept. <laughs> and... Yeah, no. They they have the cats to hunt the mice. Vesper and an FJP. Yeah, and they are Instagram celebrities now and stuff like that. But that's what leads to my new word, which I was trying to pronounce before, which is <laughs> crepuscular, crepuscular. Oh, yes. Yeah. is yeah. zoomies. Yeah, so it goes into zoomies of cats and things like that and like where zoomies come from. And it's just essentially kind of like something that's passed down instinctually. In their bodies, yes,
0: but the term crep, whatever, crepuscular, is that the their activity levels are the highest at dawn and at dusk because those are typically hunting hours. So when your cat has zoomies, I mean, I think it's hard for like inside cats too because they're not like going with the full like circadian rhythm of like sunset and sunrise. But our cat usually does have zoomies around that same time. Like they're like we go to bed and we hear like a whole commotion in the living room. So like.
1: In the living room. I feel like last night... in our bed, she, like, runs. I feel like last night she kept dropping toys on my face to wake me up, so...
0: But, yeah, it was interesting. They're about zoomies with the big bursts of energy and, like, what they can do. And then they were just talking about their behaviors of when their ears look a certain way, or their tail looks a certain way, what that means, like, when they're content, when they're not content. It was cool.
1: It was a really good documentary. It was really cute. I, Honestly, I if you're not yeah. a cat
0: person, it was still cute to watch. Yeah, even if you're and not a cat And that cats are, the, are kind of like, I, I don't did they say this? The number one social entertainment on, yeah. uh, like, social media. It's like yeah. all cat videos and stuff like that. They
1: they did say that. They were like, cats, cat videos online are the number one family-friendly source of entertainment online and that also watching cat videos boosts, uh, what was it, positive emotions? Oh, yeah, positive emotions. Oh, yeah. we didn't talk about the baby. Oh, yeah, the baby. The
0: baby. Okay, another point. This was really Sorry, cute. because circling peop- back. Yeah, no, this is just interesting because, like, people, there's, like, I don't know, I've heard people say, like, cats will, like, suck your soul and, like, make you, like, come to them. And which is actually there's some truth to it because their frequency and their purring and like some of their meows is the same frequency as a baby crying, which we know that when a baby cries innately as humans, you have a reaction to it and you have like an alertness to it of like you're alerted when you hear a baby cry. So sometimes when a cat is meowing or purring at a certain frequency, you are going to be drawn to it and you are going to be alerted because it's the same as a baby, which I thought was very interesting. Super cool. And the thing is, too, I'm they don't not suck saying, your souls out though. No, they don't. But it's funny too, cause I know, like, I'm, and I'm not saying like we love dogs and things like that. And like, and I I'm hate not, small dogs. And I right, and I'm not saying <laughs> that uh, cats are. I mean, cats are assholes. Our, our cat can be such an, and, and you, and but I think that's what makes it funny is when cats do things in like videos and stuff, and like you're just like, God, they're so nasty. But then they're like so lovable. They're like Sour Patch Kids. I, they, they're literal like Sour Patch Kids. And when they need you, they need you, and you better be there. Yeah. No. Cause when Beta doesn't feel good, she's on top of us, and then that's when we know she doesn't feel good. Yeah,
1: that's when we know she needs uh Did she needs to go to, to the vet. vet. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this is not a this is not a PSA to be like go out and buy cats. I think that the number one worst thing that comes out of like like video games or movies involving animals or like sweet documentaries like this one is that people will be like, you know what, I should try my hand at like buying or adopting a cat and it's like not a this is not a like pro go buy a cat thing because you know much like everything else in life it's like you need to understand what you're getting yourself into before yeah going out and like adopting or purchasing something
0: but i think what it is is more like just trying to change the reputation the and like the narrative of cats that people no, have i feel like, like i just have to
1: put that that out there no i agree I like with people... you like, even with dogs, I feel like people, like, immediately jump and they're like, oh, like, I need to go yeah, that's like a buy a dog rat. now. And it's like, no, like, you don't need to do that. Like, like, everyone
0: who bought one in quarantine.
1: Like, everyone who bought one in quarantine and it was like, yay, the dog industry. And then when people started going back to work, then shelters started seeing dogs and cats being returned and stuff like that. And it's like, if you're not ready to essentially raise an animal and take care of something other than yourself, like, you shouldn't go out. Yeah, yeah. And bring it into your home because it just it messes them up too they have emotions
0: yeah no it's true but yeah go cats we love them love cats yeah honestly and I never owned a cat before or a dog we had like other animals but um, when Chris and I moved in together he really wanted to get a cat and I was like okay yeah like we'll get a cat like I didn't really know like I never had a cat and I was like they're not but I actually loved my, my grandparents neighbor's cat even when she scratched me in the face I still loved her And, um, I did. Meatball. And, um, yeah. And then we got Beta. And, um, yeah. And she's, uh, she's behind me. She's snoring. And, uh, yeah. She's a good kitty. And they're really affectionate. And cats also know their owner's voices and their footsteps when they're coming in.
1: Cats know everything. Cats also know as many words as dogs know. Cats know when you're pointing cats can read your emotions
0: yeah that's true yeah they vibe off your emotions they they know when you're pointing it's just sometimes they don't care like yeah. I think that that's the difference because they're not living to please you all the time so like if you point like a dog will probably always look but like for a cat like you can point and they're like oh okay like <laughs> they yeah. just like don't yeah. care as much but yeah
1: I thought it was a great documentary I thought it was really cool but I thought it was great give it a chance to watch yeah before we go Uh, I got to say, this pumpkin, I'm not digging it as much as I I had previously enjoyed it. I definitely have to say that this pumpkin has a lot of pumpkin flavor Mm, thrown into it. I feel like the first time I had pumpkin like two years ago. Yeah, like around like two, three years ago, I think, was the first time I ever had pumpkin. And I feel like the pumpkin taste was super subtle. Not subtle, but it was like a... Like a hint of pumpkin Maybe they changed the recipe. Yeah. And like now it's like pumpkin packed. Like it's like too much pumpkin. And I I hate Mm. when like drinks have like way too much of a certain flavor in it.
0: That stinks.
1: Yeah. It's like it's...
0: Sorry. Side note. But that's funny that you say you have too much pumpkin in there. Just side note. When I went to Starbucks the other day and got a pumpkin cream cold brew... I, I didn't taste any pumpkin in it. Just putting it out there, if anyone has And they
1: yet. raised the prices on pumpkin-based products.
0: Yeah, that was messed up. What did it say on the news? 5%? Yeah, it
1: was 5%.
0: But I'm just saying, I tasted no pumpkin in it. So I don't know what that has to do with anything. But I'm just, Wild. <laughs> there, was, there was no pumpkin in the pumpkin cream. Wild. Cold brew. I don't know. All right, well, my wine's great. I always drink it. Highly recommend. And It's uh, great for you. Yeah. <laughs> drink it all the time. All right, until next time. Until next time.